so the problem with the box is that's the Colombian flag. Right. It's the Colombian flag. We're missing the shield. But yeah. it's also kind of, I, I want to say it's kind of my fault for not picking that up right off the bat. I mean, you found out. It's yeah. it's the Ecuadorian flag, and that makes sense because of the Ecuadorian rapper. Right. And I was thinking about that the whole time. I was like, wait, no, that's the Ecuadorian. I had to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, well, here's what, here's what makes it worse is I looked it up. And I was like, it's not the Ecuadorian flag because you got this fucking big shield in the middle. Yeah. Right? And and then it was it wasn't until like we're midway through the podcast where you're like, Yeah, but Ecuadorian Sumatra rapper. On this episode, we smoke the Crowned Heads Four Kicks Mule Kick Limited Edition 2023. We've also got some gourmet coffee from Cooper's Cask Coffee in uh, East Greenwich, Rhode Island. So we're going to try this out. Looking forward to smoking with you today. I'm your host, Johnny Midas, and you're listening to Burn Line Podcast. Burn Line Podcast. The burn line on a well-crafted cigar is straight and sharp as a razor, much like our wit and wisdom. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to Burn Line Podcast, coming to you, as always, not live from the hot box, the smoky back room where deals are struck and fortunes are made adjacent to the Blanco Cigar Lounge, nestled amongst the complex of rooms that comprise Union Cigar, Hanover, Pennsylvania, USA. I'm your host, Johnny Midas. Uh, and co-host, Angel Elfumo Suario. And I am joined today by... <laughs> uh, what's up, Angel? Yeah, it's uh, turn of morning. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not up. Well, this coffee should get us up, so we have got this... Um, Rum barrel aged coffee from Cooper's Cask Coffee. And it's smooth. It's pretty fucking amazing. How many how many uh, grams did you use? Or so about seventy. Seventy. Oh, we go full out. We don't do no forty, fifty stuff. We yeah, yeah. 70. So uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I drink mine black, of course. Um, it is not infused. You can taste the rum barrel on it, but it's definitely like. I feel like the beans were probably dumped in a rum barrel and then, like, rotated. Yeah. You know? I like it, man. It's like yeah. having to drink rum without the rum. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Makes you perfectly legal for first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, El Fumo's only 20, so... That's right. It's not, not legal to drink early <laughs> in the morning. All right. Welcome to Burn Line Podcast. We're smoking the Four Kicks Mule Kick Limited Edition... 2023 uh from crowned heads um so i want to go ahead and get this lit up so that we can uh start enjoying it um and then uh we'll talk about uh the presentation of the cigar and talk about the cigar a little bit so why don't we go ahead and um and get this cut but you know to light it up, we're going to have to take this footband off. So I guess we should talk about the cigar, right? Yeah, before we take that off, yeah, the footband is actually nice. I like that gold. Yeah. Johnny Midas gold. Yeah, well, it's a little too uh, brassy. I prefer, like, that Middle Eastern gold, you know, that really pops. Yeah, uh, that yellow, yellow gold. Yeah, that yellow, yellow gold, yeah. I like this brassy look, though. Um. So Yeah, so, uh, like a lot, not all of them, but quite a few crowned head cigars have the crowned heads footband that's gold with the black script, you okay. know, crowned head script. Uh, very common on their cigars. 
Um, and then the four kicks. This is a, like I said, it's it's a, a brassy gold, like a white gold almost, um, with that crimson. It's kind of darker than that red. Uh, it says four kicks on it. It's a really good looking band. Um, it's brutish. Yeah, it's three dimensional, um, you know, stamped. So that is the four kicks mm -hmm. packaging. And then underneath that is the second secondary band that says limited edition 2023, which it's kind of cool. It's in English, but they made it look like the edition limitado that um, Cuba puts on their cigars, right? Right. Although they're, those are actually, um, actually a reflection of where they're allowed to sell those cigars or export them. Um, but I thought it's cool that they cribbed that. Uh, just to, so I guess they sort of kept costs down by just adding a band to this one as opposed to the regular four kicks. So the mule kick is always the limited edition version of the four, four yeah. kicks for the year. We'll talk more about that later. I feel like we should have been drinking Moscow mules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but to uh, kind of wrap up looking at the cigar before we take the footband off and get it cut and lit. Um, just a couple of things. Number one, you will notice that none of the three bands are lined up. No, no. Right, so that annoys me. Yeah, a little right. bit. Um, now the the retail on this is twelve ninety five, something like that, uh, MSRP. This is a five and five eighths by fifty two. It has an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Um, it has a Nicaraguan and Dominican filler with Dominican binder, including Piloto Cubano uh, leaf, which is kind of special, yeah. uh, Dominican leaf. Um, and the wrapper looks like Ecuadorian Sumatra. It's got, you know, that sort of reddish. It's a little darker than some yeah, absolutely. Sumatran wrappers. I mean, it looks like, you know, it's flirting with Maduro there. Um, it's kind of cool looking. It's definitely on the rustic side it's not toothy but it is does have that like sandpaper it's very beautiful uh, finish <laughs> it is it's really good looking um probably one of our best looking uh wrappers yeah yeah it, it really is uh very gorgeous wrapper hard to you know really describe in audio um it's not mottled it does have you know different colors obviously it's a leaf um but yeah it's got that uh I don't know, chocolate brown. Yeah, it's very chocolate looking. Yeah. It could go like, yeah. you could almost just eat it instead of something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the, uh, that's what the cigar looks like. We'll talk a little bit more about it. But first, why don't we get it uh, cut and lit, which requires taking the footband off. Yeah. So off it comes. And check this out. This is my new cutter. So... I ordered these uh, mule kicks online, mm -hmm. right? And uh, they're hard to find. They made 3,000 boxes of 10, like they do every year. And uh, I have a friend that collects this stuff for me. And the same person I got the um, Opus X story okay. from. Well, apparently they like the business because they sent me this. It looks like um, those mint tins. Yeah. You know, the, the, uh, the old-fashioned... Yeah, it looks like an Altoids mint. 
and it's it's that cool like it's there like we go again. tan and tan and black with red drew estate birth cigars with the brooklyn bridge or whatever bridge that is yeah, on I think it's in brooklyn. and check it out that is a cool it's black with like it's like a i don't know tan, like, that tan? no that's gray something like that gray anyway free cutter this is actually the same as Nick the Bricks, except the coloring is different. Oh, and it's a cigar holder. Yeah. Nice. It's the uh, the Drew Estate close-ended double guillotine with built-in cigar holder. So I'm going to cut with this. And what are you cutting with? I have a Vertigo, Vertigo close-ended. Sing single guillotine. guillotine. Yeah. Nice. This thing's nice. Yeah. Well, so that is a um, double-sided single guillotine. Yeah. There are single-sided single guillotines where the bottom isn't a blade right. i used to have one of those yeah and this one has a cigar holder too mm, a eh, i think they were i think they made an effort i think they threw energy in a general direction yeah not sure yeah all right let's go ahead and get these cut as always we remind you to clip those cigars with authority no limp-wristed cutting allowed tap this out the official cutting is brought to you by Fatboy Cigars. The bold and delicious flavors of premium hand-selected tobacco leaves are highlighted in the original jacked cigars by Fatboy Cigars. And don't forget to try the new Fatboy Cigars Boots on the Ground series. For every cigar you purchase in this series, Fatboy Cigars will donate $1 to charities benefiting our frontline heroes. Fatboy Cigars, welcome to the Fatboy's world. Speaking of Fatboy Cigars, I have a care package from them. So we're going to open that up once we get done. Toasting these bad boys up. Yeah. All right, so we got uh, finished tapping the tapping the head out where we clipped that, and uh, I think we're ready to light. So, what uh, you lighting up with the triple flame? Yeah. <clears throat> Big tank. Yeah, that's like a, a Vertigo knockoff. Yeah. I'm I am using the uh, Rocky Patel dual flame. Uh, it's one torch one. Soft butane flame. White and rose gold because hashtag Johnny Midas. And as always, we remind you, toasted, not roasted. So we are just gently rolling the cigar between our fingers as we uh, apply heat. Shouldn't catch on fire. If you see any kind of bubbling or boiling, then you are doing it wrong. And just getting a nice roasting there so i like mm. to blow on my foot a little after i'm done mm -hmm. just to make sure that cherry spreads i know some people do this i'm twirling the cigar for those who can't yeah yeah great great job on the audio only podcast they do this yeah yeah well, twirl the cigar around yeah but it's like i don't i tried it a couple times i don't see the effectiveness of it because i like to um draw air through that's the fastest way to spread the cherry but not too fast i don't want it to flare up and then i exhale my first mouthful of smoke across the foot it's like a ritual i don't know why i do it i maybe i i just i saw someone do it one day um i've got a pretty even light um cherry's definitely there man that first straw mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's some weird notes yeah, it is. So I am getting, uh, first of all, there's um, Barnyard, right? 
um, with black pepper, but it's not like, it's not super strong black pepper. And then I would say the, the secondary is like, if you took a graham cracker and you toasted it with this torch yeah. with like a marshmallow on it. Yeah. It's like a, a, right at the curve of the, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I'm having trouble describe that flavor. Mm hmm. Because there's definitely a toasted note in there. Yeah. And I don't know, as it comes out the nostrils, there's something else there too. See if you can pick up on that. I'm having trouble on that one. Almost want to say, not really a cedar, but something wood. Yeah, I was going to say something wooden, but um, you, I think we'll have to go with that for now. It's like toasted wood. Um, it imagines, it, it tastes the way I imagine the toasted staves they put in whiskey barrels to age them would taste like i i've never actually licked one okay. but if, if i did uh i imagine they taste a little like that yeah. um yeah very interesting notes and um the pepper starts to coat the hard palate after a few puffs like the pepper sticks around on my palate yeah really interesting all right, so you know we're we're different from at least I am. I know uh, El Fumo. This is what your third show. Yeah, fourth. Fourth show. So um, for me and Nick both, the first puff is like our favorite, mm -hmm. and we do all the ritual and get everything right so that the first puff tastes great. And uh, and I don't know, a lot of folks are like you. You got to burn a half inch. Yeah. The the first half. So we're gonna let this burn down for a little bit. While we do that, why don't we open this care package from Fat Boy Cigars? So, big shout out to uh, Fat Boy Cigars. Of course, they sponsor the show with the official cutting, and uh, we have smoked a couple of their cigars on the show. Can you keep an eye on that? I what have you got? Feel like as every time I draw, that gets bigger. Well, yeah, you got a little pop in your wrapper for sure. It's definitely gotten bigger since I started. Thanks for inter interrupting the uh, Fat Boys part. So, uh, <laughs> I just, something different that I've seen. Yeah, there's a there's a crack in your wrapper. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into this package. So this showed up uh, the day after Christmas. So pretty cool, you know, like for the holidays. Um, of course, it's got the gorgeous uh, brown paper wrapping with the Fat Boys tape on it which I sort of pre-removed because getting that off on the show takes a long time and sounds really loud in the <laughs> mic or whatever. Uh, and then uh, we've got this regular USPS box inside. So let's see what is in here. And got a card and ooh, a handwritten note. Ooh, oh, look at this. Sweet. Coffee? Yeah. Nice. That was unexpected. And that looks like cigars. Yeah. Right. And the bubble wrap. Sweet. Yeah, this is uh this is packaged really well as usual. They've got paper and bubble wrap, um, Boveda packs, you know, Ziploc bag to keep the humidity in there. Look, feel, I feel that. Ooh. Like I'm gonna keep that <laughs> that pack. It's fresh. Yeah. And it looks like we have got two of the thin white line from the Boots on the Ground series. And that is a gorgeous cigar. Look at that. It's got the little pigtail cap. Oh, yeah. And the um, 
the black string is uh with the with this tag we talked tag, about it with the yeah. thin red line the um it's almost like yarn it's supposed to remind you of a boot lace mm -hmm. and these are supposed to remind you of dog tags so pretty cool nice. uh, branding there i like the presentation yeah definitely so we'll have to smoke these on the show the uh, thin white line i'm looking forward to it i've heard really good things and yeah. the two that we smoked on this the show the jacked and the thin red line phenomenal cigars yeah. it's really really good cigars um at a unbelievable price point um in fact i think i gave him some shit on the show about like you should charge more for these or something charge more and there's a lot more to it mm -hmm. and just keeping this four kicks lit so there's also coffee in here and uh there's two packages this says six bean baller and this says rise and grind so Two different blends here, and this is from 2C Premium uh, Coffee. And there's a little note in here. Hi, Johnny and Nick. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you in advance for trying 2C Premium Coffee. I'm Teresa, the owner. The coffee is inspired by all of the coffee that accompanied me to my kids' multitude of sporting events. The Bali Blue Band pairs well with Fat Boy Cigars Thin White Line cool um let me know what you think teresa hunt to see premium coffee well teresa that is fantastic of you uh thanks so much can't wait to try this you know what let's do this let's pair this coffee and the thin white line on the show i'm down i love it um and a couple of business cards in here so thank you teresa and of course fat boy cigars as well and looks like we got a christmas card as well isn't that Awesome. Happy holidays. Oh, nice. I like that pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Please enjoy this coffee from AC Premium Coffee, or 2C, I'm sorry, Premium Coffee. Wishing you guys a successful year. Fat Boy Cigars, Chuck and Gretchen. Aw. Well, you guys are the best. Uh, we really like working with Chuck and Gretchen. Um, mostly because we like good cigars, right. and these are affordable good cigars. Um, but also, you know, they're like the original um small company you know it's just a couple of folks trying to do their thing uh here in america and we of course we support that and when you're putting out cigars that everyone can afford yeah. that are you know really top notch you know like scoring in the 40s um you know that's obviously something burnline can get behind oh, yeah. they do need to come out with an edition wrapped in gold but <laughs> talk about that later yeah yeah well, shout out to Fat Boys. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. should definitely go out there sometime. Plus, Western Pennsylvania is beautiful as it is anyway. Well, I already deliver out there real close, so I might uh, find a way to like uh, combine my podcast with my um, <laughs> real, real life work. Right. Get a visit going. All right, so uh, let's get back to this cigar. We've burned it down a little bit, and... I'd like to talk about the cigar and the presentation. Um, so we're about, a th I don't know, three-eighths of an inch in. All right, so tell me what you're tasting now, because, you know, for the folks out there that want to wait that half inch. Still some pepper. That, uh, Greg it, has, it has calmed down, though. Yeah. Right, the pepper's calmed down a little Not bit. Not as much. I think the wood has picked up a little bit. Yeah. Do you think some of that peppering also spikes up from us, like toasting or yeah toasting the cigar mm -hmm. 
that's been my experience. Yeah, um, still graham cracker with a little toasted marshmallow on it. And then that toasted wood. Yeah, it's like a toasted wood. It, it to me it, it here's what it here's what I imagine is going on in my mind. Somebody takes a pecan mm-hmm. plank and like a, a blowtorch and just passes the heat over it and it starts to like brown mm-hmm. not catch on fire not like charcoal there's no char in there yeah. right but it just starts to brown and like draw the sugars out yeah and then they like uh mash a graham cracker into it yeah and then put some of those mini marshmallows on top and light those to where they like brown up and bubble a little bit that's kind of what this reminds me of a little bit of a Buttered bread. I don't know if I'm describing it correctly. Yeah, I can see that. Like, there's definitely a... Not like butter, butter, but like a... It's a rich, yeah, fatty sort of taste. Maybe, um... Hmm. Naturally sweet, too. Not like sugar sweet, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Naturally sweet. Um... It's just such a unique flavor. It's hard to... Yeah, I was trying to, I was taking notes um, last night. I smoked one, and I had put uh, tallow on there. Okay. You know, it's not quite butter, but it definitely is like this so we fatty, the, rich. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're on the right track. So it's like a buttery, but not buttery. Mm-hmm. So tallow might be the right word. I would say great flavor, medium. I'd call it a medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, now... <clears throat> Spoiler alert, when I smoked the spoiler alert, 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 who came up with that? Like, you can't even say that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler It was, I thought it was mid, maybe even on the softer side of mid, until about halfway through the cigar. And then it turned full. So... It just really interesting smoke experience that I had yesterday. Because, uh, you know, sometimes it changes strength a little bit. But this was, like, kind of significant. Just, like, halfway through it went from, you know, a, a soft mid, you know, mid-bodied, mid-strength to, like, nope, I'm here. Yeah. So this reminds me a little bit of that Opusex story. Yeah, it does. So, and we're getting the, almost the exact same smoke output. Uh-huh. So let's talk about the cigar. So this is a Crowned Heads product. And we'll we'll talk about Crowned Heads in a little bit too, right? Um, The Four Kicks Mule Kicks Limited Edition 2023. So going back to presentation, we talked about the cigar. Now the box, this is really cool. You can see the box here. This is a a slide top wooden box that has 10 cigars side by side. They made 3,000 boxes of 10. The cigar itself is Nicaraguan and Dominican filler, including Dominican Piloto Cubano, okay. which is, you know, a, a special leaf. It's an expensive leaf. It's an expensive leaf. <laughs> and the uh, binder is Dominican, and the wrapper is Ecuadorian Sumatra. Yeah. Really, you know, just listening to those leaves, I'm like, this is going to be a good cigar. Yeah, it really right? is. Um. So that's why the packaging is so fascinating, because this box is matte, painted matte, right? It's not glossy, which is really cool. You don't see that a lot. It's got the Four Kicks logo stamped in, the Mule Kicks, the two horseshoes, limited edition 2023. All that is stamped in and then gold foil 
but the colors, the top half is yellow. The bottom half is divided into two equal strips of blue and red. This is the Colombian flag. I don't know why there's a Colombian flag. I, I was thinking here the same thing too. Yeah, I don't know where this color's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And this matte paint is, I mean, it's just beautiful. Like I'm saving this box. I have a few cigar boxes for my man cave, Yeah. you know, and this is one of very few boxes that doesn't pair with like a whiskey, you know, for a display that I'm saving because it's gorgeous, but I don't, I don't know where the color scheme came from. You know, it's Dominican and Nicaraguan tobacco. It is uh, manufactured in Dominican Republic by E.P. Carrillo. Um, here's another interesting thing. When you open it up, it's got this liner, this stamped liner that almost looks like it has spider webs in it. Yep, I've seen that before. Many other companies use the exact same thing. Well, the company that the company that uses it all the time is Fuente, which is also Dominican. Um, and I don't remember seeing it on, you know, yeah. in another company's product. Uh, but I thought that was cool. I actually, like, I, I like that liner. If you have cigars that are kind of tight in there, you can pull the liner and the cigar just rolls out without damaging it. But then trying to put the lid back on sucks. Yeah. I'm not sure what the purpose for that liner is. Is it just presentation? Mm, I think so. Because I was like... Wax liner doesn't really do much. It doesn't do anything for the cigar. And, of course, these are cello-wrapped anyway. Um, but it does serve instead of a ribbon, and it's probably way cheaper than a ribbon and easier to put in yeah. the box. Um, the other points I'll take off for presentation, like it's got the slide top. There's nothing to do with the lid. Yeah. So if you're a retailer, you got to, like, prop it up yep. like behind it or something. If they had put a slot on the... Uh, top of the box where you could like stand mm -hmm. the lid up in it i would give it more points but uh closed and sitting on the table that is a gorgeous fucking box that is a really nice box i mean it's just beautiful um yeah it's a rectangled bottom with a rounded uh yeah the yeah the top top edges are not square they're like rounded over mm -hmm. um except the front so you can tell what the front is really interesting so it's pretty cool. So if you would like to display it, just the box as is, you can stand it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It'll stand up like that. And maybe you do that, like if you're a retailer, you stand one whole box up and then have an open box. It would come up to about there. Yeah. And it's got uh, two horseshoes. Yep. The four kicks logo. So. All right. So this cigar is... Um, a five and five eighths by 52, uh, quote unquote Toro. I don't know why. I'm pretty sure they have a six by 50 Toro mold in their mm. factory somewhere. It's definitely slightly bigger than a Toro though. Yeah. Well, it's a 52. And then I don't know, you know, the difference between a 50 and a 52, I, I don't think I could tell a difference in flavor, maybe in draw strength. Um, it is a great size and shape of cigar, but it was a little odd to me. Um, and it's manufactured at Tabacalera La Alianza, which is E.P. Carrillo's factory. Um, 3,000 boxes of 10 were made. This is not available at Union Cigar Hanover or pretty much anywhere. Um, you know, like I said, I, I have a special connection, uh, that I order from. You might be able to find them online. Um, 
But when they're gone, they're gone. And I looked up a couple of places. They're all out of stock. Yeah. I'm sure all 3,000 boxes have sold already. Right, cigar um, bed's the next place. <laughs> yeah, cigar bed. Yeah, um, COVID cigar bed. And, you know, we'll we'll rank it later and talk about if you want to do that hunting. I know a lot of our listeners like to hunt for stuff Yeah. Um, online, that, that special cigar. I would say if you can get a box, I think the box is worth it. Like, this is a great-looking box. This is a yeah. cool, cool one to break out with your cigar friends and enjoy a nice smoke. Um, so, uh, like we said, the binder's Dominican. The filler is uh, Piloto Cubano and Nicaraguan. But the Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, absolutely gorgeous uh, wrapper. Um, so, I think uh, I think with that, why don't we uh, do our tobacconist tip of the week? And now your tobacconist tip of the week with Angel Solorio. Tobacconist tip of the week. So, had a customer had an issue, a friend of ours, um, where he was having an uneven burn, and he was about to, you know, because I used to do this too as a newbie, torch it to even it up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, don't do that. All you got to simply do is rotate the part that is sticking out further to the top, because as we know, on Earth, you know, with gravity and air, fire goes up. So. Mm -hmm. The cherry itself, the flame that is on the cigar, will take care of that for you. Uh -huh. So that way you're not torching and, you know, roasting your cigar. Because that's what, exactly what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to mess with the flavor. <clears throat> and then you're not adding more heat. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great tip. Oh, that is a nice ash, dude. Yep. You get like an inch and a half. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that is stacked nice. Dig it. Yeah, that's a great tip. So every once in a while. Now, I very rarely have an uneven burn. Mostly I have uneven burns and problems on the podcast because I'm running my mouth instead right. of smoking my cigar. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, instead you can rotate it so that the, the part of the wrapper that's sticking out is on top. And like you said, you're not introducing more heat. You're not going to roast that leaf and change the flavor. And how long does it take to even out? About five, ten minutes. It's literally patience, but the, yeah. it's the payoff is worth it. Like I said, it's not going to ruin your experience and you're not damaging the cigar. And then, so should you change how you smoke while you, after you do that, you know, draw more, draw less, or not just, really. you don't have to change much. Okay. Maybe you can give it a couple extra draws just to speed it up a little, but I wouldn't do too much. Cause then you're going to heat up the cigar. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, just a little bit of work, but again, it comes with, it comes with the territory smoking cigars. You, it's just something you got to do with almost every stick. A little, mm. it's here and there. Mm -hmm. It's part of it. But I rotate mine as my as I go. I don't wait for it to burn unevenly. I just, you know, every few puffs I roll it a quarter of a roll, yeah, quarter of a turn. And uh, if I see like it's a little uneven right now, yep. So I'll just put the longer part on top for a couple minutes. Yep. And then I'll rotate it again. Yep. It'll take care of itself. Yep. Good. Yeah, you'll notice a lot of these uh, guys that have been in the industry forever yeah. when they're smoking their cigar. Like, it typically burns pretty well. Yeah. But also, if you watch them, they often hold their cigar with three fingers and a thumb instead of like a cigarette. Yeah. And you'll see they're just rotating it like that yeah. as they smoke. Um, it's a little harder on a box press, but. Yeah, I, I what I don't like about box press is it doesn't fit in my lips if like the corners are yeah. vertically oriented. Yeah. Like, I can turn it exactly from, like, 
flat side on top to the next flat side on top to the yeah. but i can't put it in diagonally i guess or whatever you want to call it so like um you know kind of like a principe yeah and also um i have a lot of trouble getting a tight um vacuum yeah. with my lips around a small ring gauge box press i would say 48 is definitely the smallest i yeah. want to go on a box press but really i'm i would prefer like a 52 like this one is a 52. Yeah. Not a box press. This is a regular Parejo. So let's talk a little bit about um, the four kicks, mule kicks, and then we'll talk about crowned heads because it's really interesting. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, who's crowned heads? You know, boutique brand. Um, we don't have any crowned heads up here, do we? No, we do not. Yeah, no crowned heads. Um, I think I've seen some down south. Um, but uh, Carolina, correct? Yeah, uh, yes. Um, when I was in Charleston, uh, we had some crowned heads there. And also in Dallas, um, we had, like, all their facings uh, in Dallas. Weird. I was in Raleigh, and uh, no cigar lounges. It was kind of hard to find a cigar lounge near in the north end of Raleigh. Huh. So we had smoke shops that sold cigars, but... <laughs> kind of like those glassware yeah, head shop types. Or the, yeah. So, that was yep. Kind of, yep. so, okay, the Four Kicks came out in 2011. It got a 91 rating from Cigar Aficionado. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Um, fantastic cigar and got, like, this cult following. Um, so what Crowned Heads did in uh, 2012 was they released a limited edition blend called the Four Kicks Mule Kick that had the original cigar, but... A different wrapper right now it's an interesting approach i know some folks are like 80 to 90 percent of the flavor you know is the wrapper i i don't agree i don't go that high because i've smoked seiko and velado leaves just rolled up right okay. to test the flavor you know i'm i'm in that stage of my cigar journey where i'm getting into you know regions and individual leaves and that sort of thing and the blending part of it and um you know when you smoke these leaves like they have flavor you know yeah. um, uh, quite a bit of flavor um now if you roll up a wrapper leaf right uh it is too strong you you just it's a difficult smoke um but uh seiko and Volato, you know, the typical filler leaves, they've got plenty of flavor. So I'm, I'm more in like the 70% camp yeah. for the wrapper. So, you know, changing just the wrapper on the four kicks doesn't create a new cigar, right? What it did do though, and I remember I didn't smoke the 2012, um, but maybe like around 2016, I smoked them side by side, right? And what that allowed me to do is pick out the binder and filler flavors. I'm like, okay, with this wrapper, I'm tasting these flavors. With this wrapper, I'm tasting these flavors. Oh, I can see how much of the body of the cigar is actually the binder and filler. Gotcha. A really cool experiment that I did. And that's that's really was the experience that uh, helped change my perspective on how much flavor comes from the wrapper versus the rest of the cigar. Yeah. Right? Because you could just tell, like, this is the same cigar with a different wrapper. Right? Um. So that was pretty pretty cool. So 2023, though, is different. 
2023 is the first year where Crowned Heads, the limited edition Mule Kick, is a different cigar. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ecuadorian wrappers right now. They're just, yeah, me too. They're awesome. Yeah, Ecuadorian Habano is a fantastic wrapper. So, <clears throat> Dominican and Nicaraguan um, filler leaves, including uh, Piloto Cubano from Dominican, which is a phenomenal leaf. And it, yeah. that's what you're tasting that's similar to the Opus X. Um, it's also expensive um, with Dominican binder and uh, this Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. So completely different construction, different cigar from the regular four kicks. Uh, and so far, I'm in the first third still, but just just getting to the second second third. Um, really enjoyable smoke. Yeah, I'm, almost, yeah, I'm about in the second third. I'm getting, uh, like I said, so almost similar to that Opus X. I'm getting a little bit of that uh, alcohol flavor in there. Yeah, there is that little astringent quality in there. Um, the pepper's calmed down, but it's also, for me, it's changed to a little bit to like cayenne pepper okay. from black pepper. So it's a little spicier, but there's less of it. Um, there's still like, like toasted wood that has been slathered with lard with like some graham cracker sprinkles and toasted marshmallow. We should try to do that to a marshmallow and see if we get the same thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it would just taste like shit. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, look at that. Now there's also... Marshmallows and graham Hey! <laughs> Let's try it. Our uh, stash back here in the hot box. Uh, we've got Pepsi, Coke, Sprite, graham crackers, marshmallows. We are loaded for bear. Um, and all the Christmas decorations that need to go back in storage. <laughs> um, I'm also picking up like some clove and nutmeg. Okay. Um, really, really curious, uh, almost holiday flavor. Perfect cigar for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. For current season. Look at that ash though. It is. Dude, that is a two inch ash. Yep. I mean, straight up. Going for the contest there. Yeah, try to keep it. So El Fumo has not ashed yet, which is pretty cool. It's just hanging on there. I do see that split on the wrapper, and I would be, you know, like... Yeah. I think you're going to smoke through it. It's twice as big as when you started. It's yeah. definitely flaking apart. Uh, and I would be super worried about removing that band. Now it's staying on there. Yeah. That sucks, man. That's two in a row for you. Yeah, I'm going to go with Operator Error there. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Bigfoot Hands over here, just crushing the cigar as soon as it comes out of the cello. Um... So uh, let's talk about crowned heads, though, because, like I said, not uh, not everybody might know about crowned heads. So <clears throat> uh, I guess the first thing about crowned heads, I'll say, is they have a terrible website. It is not mobile optimized. It looks like it was built in 2005, which is odd because that's before the company was started. Uh, it, it's a really terrible website. So crowned heads, if you want help with this shoot an email, burnlinepodcast.gmail.com, and Johnny Midas will jump all over that. If you want an example of what I can do, you can just go to johnthackerjr.com and take a look. Uh, there's a link to my consulting page there as well. Um, there's too much going on in that website, too. It was like an hour for me to put that website together. I went to school for it. So anyway, uh, big, uh, big letdown there. 
I can't even like bring up the website on my phone during the podcast yeah. and like try to scroll through. And then you got to like try to zoom in because you can't read it. Um, and, you know, odd. it is, especially since Google SEO prioritizes mobile because more websites are accessed via mobile today. So that was new for 2022, I think, yeah. when Google changed their SEO structure. So it's also bad for business. Um, so crowned heads, get your shit together. John, give me a call and uh, I will hook you up. Um, so what, uh, what happened? What, what is crowned heads? Basically, um, back in 2011, 2010, something like that, um, C CAO was going through a thing. Um, there goes. <laughs> oh, there goes the ash. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good two inches. Yeah. That was a good ash, man. Yeah. As soon as you hit that split, it just yeah. split. Um, so CAO was, it was like uh, 2010, 2011, something like that. They were going through a merger. And, you know, like with a lot of M&A propositions, there's redundant positions usually at the top. Yeah. You don't need two CEOs. You don't need two CFOs, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so what happened was John Huber... Uh, and a couple of the other guys decided to start Crowned Heads Cigar Brand. Um, so the uh, folks that were involved were John Huber, Mike Condor, Michael Trebbing, Nancy Heathman. Um, and they were, they were all superstars in the industry. So they're looking at these redundancies, you know, and they're like, let's keep the dream alive. We're going to go start our own thing. Um, and so they really, uh, I think went out on the limb. Like I've, I've got to give them a lot of props. They're like, you know what? We're going to go do our own thing. I mean, that's hard to do. You know, I remember listening to Steve Saka on an interview. He's like, you know, I've got the Saka name and it took me seven years to like break even, you know, um, so they jumped right in um, and started Crowned Heads back in 2012. Um, so some of their uh, cigars that have been ranked over 90 by Cigar and Aficionado include Four Kicks, Jericho Hill, Headley Grange. Um, they came out with a couple of uh, the Juarez, which has the Mexican San Andres yeah. wrapper. That was a good one. Um the Coalition, right, which was a Drew Estate collab. Who did they collab with? Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, you you look that up while I keep talking. Um, but they've come out with some just amazing cigars. Now, all of them are supervised by Carrillo um, at uh, his factory there in the Dominican Republic. Or some of the cigars are made at Tabacalaria Pichardo in Nicaragua. Um, so. They're like, uh, it's a boutique brand and they don't, they don't own anything. They don't grow their own tobacco. They don't have a rolling factory. You know, they're headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee, but they have partnerships with two of the best factories, you know, in the cigar world. Um, of course, Carrillo is pretty famous. Like the whole family is, but, uh, that brand for making great, great, highly ranked cigars, um, and so with your crowned heads, what you, what you typically have is 
a fairly affordable cigar. You're not talking about a sub $10 cigar, typically. But sub-15, you know, $10 to $15 range. And uh, for that, you're getting premium tobacco that has been masterfully blended. And I can't remember smoking a Crowned Heads that, you know, I didn't like. Um, and we did smoke the uh, Las Calaveras. So that was a Crowned Heads that we did get in here in Union. Um, they're released once a year. And I've kind of got the collection going back five years, I think, six years. So if you're familiar with the annual Las Calaveras release, um, that's Crowned Heads. And that's kind of how they uh, came about and, and what they do. With that, I think it is time for our Cigar News of the Week. Mr. Solorio, what have you got for us? And now your Cigar News of the Week with Angel Solorio. So, this news comes out of Oregon. Um, this is not unfamiliar territory, just nationwide anyways, with, uh, for some reason, the government period, whether state, local, federal, have been trying to come down on cigars, which is weird, because they're like, their main thing is, oh, children are trying to try these, but I've been smoking since 2011, I've never, never seen, seen a, a kid, kid try to come into a cigar shop and buy a cigar, never seen that. So anyways, how's that it? Oh, Multnomah County? Yeah, there we go. Multnomah County. Which is where Portland is. Portland yeah. is trying to ban flavored cigars. Mm -hmm. Which, obviously, the biggest one is acid would take the hit there. But I'm mm -hmm. guessing they were probably trying to target... Uh, White owls. White owls, you know, yeah. cigars. Yeah, those those foil-wrapped right, which is things they sell in gas stations. That's different from a legit uh, premium cigar. I, I can see a kid trying to get that. Yeah, like the, grape flavored cigar yeah yeah, yeah. gas station cigars so it's like how do you write the language on that well um it, it's a great question like so i don't necessarily agree with uh that type of approach i do think that marketing to children is unethical and immoral shouldn't be done um you know but you could just as easily regulate the retail like don't put them on the counter next to the candy you know, like have them behind the counter with the cigarettes. You know, there's there's red regulations you can put in place for display and sale that make more sense than just banning the product. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, pr Drew could probably get around that because you can call the acid an infused cigar, not a flavored, because they don't have flavors. You know, you can't you can't look at that box of cigars and, you know, it doesn't say grape flavored, you know, Um Vanilla flavored, spiced rum flavored, you know, they have a flavor, yeah. you know, they've been infused. So they might be able to get around it with that kind of language. Um, but yeah, always disappointing when uh, yeah. you have governments that are trying to infringe on our hobby, you know, and our rights. It's more of a blanket mm -hmm. uh, legislation. It's not like, oh, it's this. It's They're trying to grab it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, what was it last year, earlier this year, they were trying to put plain bands yeah yeah and c premium cigars it's like but none of that you know suggests it's a flavor it's just art artwork. well yeah i mean we rank the presentation on the show like everyone knows cigar art is a big part of the experience you know yeah <clears throat> i mean you know to name some base out of this new world aroma de cuba 
Yeah, and they're spending tens of thousands of dollars on stamping equipment to make gorgeous bands because people like it. Right. You know, people, like, people yeah. People collect bands. Yes. Yeah. You know, band collection's a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, to make everything plain was just dumb. And then um, in other news, uh, imports at the end of this year are almost to the record setting of last year, 2022. By this time, they had, I'm not sure what the metric is. Oh, units. So 186,256 units by 2022. Right now, we're at 181,406. Interesting. So, and we blame the uptick in 2022 on COVID which kind of held back production and distribution. Um, so that what does that tell me? I guess it tells me that demand is still strong. Um, there's probably still some trouble getting stock. Right. You know, demand is still high. I think oh, they're caught up by this point. Same thing with the auto industry. Like, um, apparently next year, car prices will start to come down again, but... You know, I think in 20 years, 50 years, when historians look back at COVID, they're going to have all the numbers. Yeah. And they're going to be like, you know, car prices jumped 20% because they they couldn't make them. Right. And cigar prices jumped. Or, and, you know, all of these yeah. products, even food, you know, uh, we just don't have the perspective because we're going through it. Right. I just can't, you know, I can't fathom buying a car in the yeah. last three years. And we're still technically in a inflation still yeah you know, we're still yeah. seeing some uptick in certain products yeah prices yep any more uh cigar news no those are the two biggest things so far all right well i appreciate that angel so getting back to this uh rather delicious cigar you know it actually looks really cool without the foot band or the secondary limited edition band like that the color it's like a brown red Almost looks like a Padrone from far away. Yeah, almost that cut. Yeah, it's a little darker, but um, with the gold, it it's really good looking. And that wrapper is so freaking gorgeous, man. It is. Yeah, besides the little pop there, it, it is a gorgeous wrapper. Um, even though it's getting like hot, you know, there's not a not a whole lot of oil coming out mm -hmm. of the wrapper. It's staying the same. It's got this nice matte, velvety finish. Yeah. Burn has been good. You know, I haven't had like a razor sharp burn line on this. It's been, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, rustic all the way through. But it is burning evenly. And the transition from ash to dark to light to cigar is like a millimeter, which is a good sign. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's burning very well. I, I would suspect that this wrapper leaf was aged very well yeah it wasn't rushed yeah i am picking up a little bit of a floral like a vegetal floral in this second third <clears throat> really interesting because it's subtly changed as you smoked it it hasn't stayed like the same flavor all the way through yeah which i like but it also hasn't been dramatic uh, i'm waiting to see this is right at the point where the strength picked up yeah on the last one i smoked so i'm interested to see uh Definitely feels a little stronger. Yeah. I definitely felt the nicotine pick up. It's a great cigar. It is a good cigar. Yeah, another uh, piece of advice I'd have for um, Crowned Heads on their website. They don't have any history. 
on there. Their about is good. Yeah, their about their about page is pretty pretty trash. Um, which you know that's part of like marketing and branding in the cigar industry, yeah. which is, you know, like this is what people are into. They want to know the history and the heritage. They want to know about the soil and the leaf and the sun. Where you, you know, just pick it from. Yeah, like I, I think. Um, Two companies that do it really well. One is Macanudo, the Inspirado line. Yeah. You can look it up, and it has, like, the regions and everything. That's what we're into these days. And DBL tells you who rolled it, too. Yeah. Like, D- who rolled it? DBL has a QR code on their wrapper that you can scan, and it takes yeah. you right there. Yeah. And it tells you who rolled it, which is fucking cool. Um, yeah, so some companies are doing it better. Um and we're not dogging crown heads. It's like you guys have the cigar making part down. It's just the website. Yeah, we're just offering friendly advice. Your uh, neighborhood uh, MBA here yeah. giving you some some advice. So I pulled up the head on my the the website on my yeah. cell phone so that you can see it. Like, so this is about the four kicks, and you can see it. It's not optimized for mobile, and so I can't even read. The headings to, up here. Yeah, to pick a cigar too. Oh yeah, definitely. And then like I have to like zoom in, but then out, and then you know what I mean. Yeah. So just hard to hard to use. On yeah, I think what happened is like everybody who reviewed the website did it on their computer. You know, when they sat down and looked at it, they're like, "Oh, this looks great." Yes, it probably did look great on computer, but I can, I just hit the copyright policy. I was trying to hit the cigars. Yeah. Tab. Yeah, it's real hard. So. Which browser are you using? This is um, Safari. It's the native to native to the iPhone. Okay. And it is the most used browser in the world yep. to access stuff. So if it doesn't work on this browser, yeah. you didn't do your website right. Yeah, on Chrome, the only tough part I'm having is the tab doesn't stay open, so I can pick a cigar. Like I it, I hit the tab and then it just takes me to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's do that experiment on Safari. Not bad. So there's the Mule Kick Limited Edition page. And yeah, I can't read it. Like if I zoom in enough that I can read the text, now I have to scroll right and left. Yeah. So yeah, that's my, uh, that's just my advice is uh, mobile optimize it. That is a free service offered by most hosting sites nowadays. Um, but I could literally rewrite this website in like a day and it would be awesome. So, and you know, the white text on the black background is real, like web 1.5, you know, like, um, the, the graphic design leaves some stuff to be. This coffee goes really well with this cigar. Yeah, it does. So well, this is the rum barrel aged and, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, I've got, uh, also. I got the single malt scotch barrel aged and rye barrel aged. Nice. So we'll give those a shot at some point in the future. Yeah, so Cooper's uh, Cast Coffee. This is from uh, East Greenwich, Rhode Island. That's basically where all your hedge fund managers live. Uh, <laughs> I think Greenwich is Connecticut. East Greenwich is Rhode Island. But you want to talk about fucking random lines on the map, go to New England. I mean, there's counties in Texas bigger than Rhode Island, you know? Yeah. Not Greenwich Village, New York. But. <laughs> yeah, apparently those uh, imaginative motherfuckers in the Northeast just ran out of words. You know, they're like, 
Uh, Greenwich. Uh, we, oh, they took Greenwich. We're going to do Greenwich Village. Well, we're East Greenwich. Yeah. Of course, you know, we're recording in Hanover, Pennsylvania, where the sign for the city literally says, named after Hanover, Germany. It's from Deutschland. Yeah, like a bunch of Germans came over and they're like, we are not going to put any thought into a name. No, we're just going to name it Hanover. Call it Hanover. <laughs> and then, oh, hey, there's a town slightly east of here. Let's call it East Berlin. Mm -hmm. Creative. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Of course, that was named before there was an East and West Berlin. Right. So <laughs> uh, they're like, we came from Berlin and we went East. No, they went West. <laughs> Speaking of which, fun fact, since you mentioned the West and East Berlin, Stalin's daughter actually lived in East Berlin here uh, in Pennsylvania. So she moved out here. <laughs> she moved moved to East Berlin, yes, Pennsylvania. East, East Berlin, Pennsylvania. She's, uh, like, she's like, I live in East Berlin. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. so she, <laughs> oh my gosh! No lies detected. <laughs> oh man, that is too good. Man. Yeah, she's like, I'll be a good party member and live in East Berlin, the one in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, things you can't make up. Nope. Oh my gosh. All right, it is time to rank this cigar. We're I'm about halfway through the second third, and you know we've been smoking it for an hour, so this seems like a slow burner. You know, um, I can imagine this taking somebody an hour and a half to smoke. Yeah. Um, really, I think you get your money's worth. But why don't we go ahead and put that to the test by ranking this cigar? And we'll start with uh, presentation. Mm -hmm. uh, Angel, what have you got for the presentation? Presentation, I want to give it an eight. The box is pretty cool looking. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's I why I gave it an eight and not a nine was because why Columbia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The color. Okay. So that just didn't make sense as well. It's like uh, there's nothing Colombian on this unless it was Colombian hand rollers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave it a seven, and um, I didn't like giving it that because there's so many gorgeous elements here. Yeah. But there were some problems. The first is. The, the bands not lining up matters to me. Right. It just does. It yeah. gives it a yeah. it gives it a low end look and it's just bothersome. You know, maybe that's the um, OCD artist in me coming out. I mean they're they're advertising as a, an exclusive limited oh, edition. Yeah. Now it is very affordable, yeah. you know, sub thirteen bucks. Um <laughs> So the box is absolutely gorgeous, but it has two problems. The first is it's a Colombian flag. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, the you know, if there was some story there, fucking it would be a ten. Right. You know? But uh, tell you that. Yeah, yeah. And then the second problem is the lid. So, you know, if you're a retailer, you gotta slide this lid off all the way, you know, because it's a slide in lid. And then what, like prop, prop it up the behind the, you yeah. know, like it's just gonna look not great. Yeah. And I've seen slide off lids like this before that had slots yeah. right here where you could stand it up and stick it back in. That would have, you know, solved that problem. Yeah. Um, so that's why I gave it a seven. Unless they were expecting it not to be sold by retailers individually. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, the leaf though, the wrapper leaf is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, you know, I did like the banding. Yeah. Now, when you slide the lid open, all you see is that white wax paper lining. And then when you open it up, um, the cigars are wrapped in cello, and you can't really see the wrapper leaf. Yeah. So I feel like they lost something there. I don't mind the cello wrap. I prefer cello wrap in a cigar store because I don't know. I don't want somebody else touching my cigar. Right. 
for this buying a box like this with the limited edition i would love to have opened that up and it's non-cello wrapped cigars uh, but they're probably not probably not selling a lot of boxes to consumers. Yeah, I probably think so. Probably, you know, with 3,000, they're probably all going to retailers that are mostly selling boxes because it's a limited edition. But uh, maybe they're selling singles. And Anyway, so that's a little bit of a downside there. So at 1295 MSRP, what are your thoughts on price? The price, I'm going to give it a nine because it's affordable for a limited edition. The flavor is insane. So it's like you're getting a lot for 12 bucks. It's not just some run of the mill limited edition and it sucked. Yeah, okay. Um, and it's affordable. Like Joe Schmo, like me, can afford it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I'd probably give it an eight on price. I think. Um, I think there's definitely value there. Um, you know, twelve ninety five is not a cheap cigar. It's not in the fifteen dollar range, so that's good. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's fairly approachable. Yeah. I would say it's it's priced where I would expect it to be. Yeah, maybe. I can see paying fifteen for it though. I think with some different branding, with the flavor that it has, you could totally charge fifteen to twenty for it and sell them. Yeah. I don't know if Crowned Heads could sell them because I don't know. You know their market positioning i know most of their cigars are affordable um so i think uh i think an eight is fair there and then uh how about construction actually we we're kind of wrong there <laughs> that makes more sense now but it has a um yeah. thing oh so you're saying it's the ecuadorian flag. flag yeah because it has an ecuadorian wrapper yeah oh. so that makes more sense that's our fault. <laughs> oh, so I get it. So the Ecuadorian flag is the same as the Colombian flag, but with the shield in the middle, right. which is not on the box. Right. And so because it has a Ecuadorian wrapper there. Well, why didn't you tell me that before we started recording? <clears throat> Brain fart. This is the Colombian flag because it doesn't have that shield in the middle of it. Okay, well, the colors make a lot more sense. It's yeah. the Ecuadorian flag as well as the Colombian flag. Yes. So Ecuador took the Colombian flag and added a shield in the middle, which is not present on this box. Yeah. Now, if you had watched Sheldon Cooper's Fun with Flags, you would know this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there we go. Learn something new every day. So give them, uh, give them props for that. Um, I guess that makes more sense. Now, does that change anything on your presentation rating? No. Yeah, me either. All right. So let's move on to construction then. What have you got? Uh, I know you had that split in your wrapper. Uh, as far as construction, even before that split, I mean, it, like, it held itself together. It didn't pop anymore. It burned right past it. It didn't fall apart. Normally, some cigars, it just keeps going. Yeah. I would say construction, probably an eight. Yeah. I think, it was beautiful. I think I've got an eight on construction as well. So, usually, I, like, start with a ten and go backwards. Um, so, on this one, like, it burned. Um, don't have, never had an even burn line the whole way down. Did have to make sure I paid attention and rolled it. You had the split on yours. Um, and so that brings it down to an eight. Yeah. So that's where I came up with that number. Um, so good uh, good construction. Um, let's see, we've smoked four of these and haven't had any issues. So just for some context, sometimes we get a bad one. Sometimes we get a good one. Um, and that's why I always smoke the cigar ahead of the show. You know, I want to... Yeah. 
be fair to the fair to the listeners. Um, so really, really solid construction, not world class construction, but definitely solid. I would say you do have to pay attention to it a little bit. You it, it's not burning evenly on its own, but if you're rolling it through your fingers, it's doing fine. Um, and then so how about flavor? Uh, flavor. I give it a nine because it's very unique. That Ecuadorian wrapper, you can definitely tell it's Ecuadorian because it's sweet. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, that buttered tallow roasted, uh, or yeah, roasted wood. Yeah, yeah. I actually gave it a 10 for flavor, okay. which I don't do very often. Um, it is definitely in my wheelhouse, which is probably why, you know, I, I love Dominican tobacco. And Ecuadorian uh, Habano is, I mean, it's maybe my top wrapper right now. Yep. Um, I love it. It's got a sweet sort of uh, cinnamony kind of flavor to it. Um, but it's definitely one of my favorite wrappers right now. Yeah, so the the flavor is good. The cigar, it's definitely strong now, right? It did go from mid to to full and it like transitioned it's kind of odd yeah um but it's you know the the flavor is like mellow enough that it, you know you've got uh the ability to taste all the nuance you know there's some cigars like i mean i'll, I'll throw padrone out there where it's like it's so strong that you you're not picking up a lot of nuance right and especially halfway through it's like you know your palate's coated you know yeah. it's getting pummeled um so I, I ranked it higher, you know, 10 on, on flavor. This is a, a flavor I would smoke over and over oh, yeah. and over. So wouldn't ever get bored of it. That, um, yeah. All right. So how about experience? You know, this is the most sub- subjective. Flavor is pretty subjective, but experience is the most subjective, I think. What, uh, you know, let's talk about use case. So, like, I think this is definitely a lounge cigar. Yeah, yeah. I think it is a gift cigar. Definitely. I think it's a really cool hangout with your buddy's cigar. Yeah. Talk about the differences between the Colombian flag and the Ecuadorian flag, you know, and <laughs> uh, make fun of the website, you know, act like you know everything. Um, I don't, I, I, I could do it with like maybe a cookout yeah, you and could. it would, it would definitely, the flavor would go. I, I don't think I would do, you know, do yard work. I don't think no. I would walk the dog. It's, it's just too special for that. Right. Um, you can gift it. You know, it's not too strong. I think a lot of people could appreciate it. You know, it's not a champagne or something you can give to anybody. Right. Um, but you can share it with a lot of folks yeah. that might appreciate a cigar. Um, Definitely not a beginner smoke. Yeah, not a beginner smoke. And then, you know, probably not celebration level either. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, you're getting married. Here's your crown heads, four kicks, mule kicks, limited edition 2023 yeah. with the Colombian flag uh, on the box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it oh, does man. pair great with this coffee. I think yeah. it would pair with black coffee very well. Yeah, it definitely would. I'm not sure about other pairings um with the nuance. I think some I think some whiskeys might actually hammer your palate in the yeah. flavor of the cigar a little bit. Maybe a rum? Definitely a rum. I think a rum would go. Um so we you know with all of that context, you know, what uh, what do you think about experience? I would say a nine. It's a great smoke. A lot going on with it itself. Changing, you know, halfway and then on the final third as well. 
just a lot to think about on the cigar. It's not just one thing through and through. Yeah, I had a uh, eight for experience. Um, definitely versatile, but also just like a great, if you want to smoke a cigar and enjoy it, like this is the one. Yeah. The only thing that, uh, you know, kind of holds it back for me, higher than an eight for me is um, I don't think I want to smoke this in the lounge while talking to people. Like yesterday, we had a good convo going on. Yeah, you know, with the three of us, and I was smoking a New World, great cigar for that convo yeah. because it's there, you can taste it. Um, but this one, I want to pay attention to the cigar, and so you know, if I am smoking it like in the lounge with my buddies, it's got to be cigar people that want to enjoy the cigar and maybe talk right. about the cigar. I think. Yeah. Um. So, that brings the total uh, ranking for the cigar to a forty-two. Nice. Is pretty good. Yeah, uh, we don't get a ton of cigars in the, you know, in the low forties. Um, so that's a, a pretty good ranking. And you know, I think for me to to sum up the experience with this cigar, I would say I would love to smoke it over and over and over. Definitely. Like if this wasn't a limited edition, I'd have boxes in my humidor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish they came in twenty count boxes instead of ten. Right. You know. Um. So. Overall, uh, fantastic experience. Yeah, All right. Uh, real quick on the socials, reach out, burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know uh, what you think. Um, as well, we are on Instagram. And have you got the Facebook page up? Yeah, Facebook's up. Facebook is up. So Burnline Podcast on uh, Facebook. Reach out and uh, leave us comments and so on and so forth. Um, this show is for you. So if you have a cigar you want us to smoke, if you have a comment, anything like that, um, reach out and let us know. And, uh, we would love to, um, make this show more about what you want. Yeah. Hear so, your thoughts about it. um, we have, uh, one comment and I'm trying to find it on Spotify for podcasters. Speaking of poorly designed websites, um, on the, uh, Opus X episode, something along the lines of, I'll have to save up for that cigar. Sounds great. So awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Um, like I said, reach out, let us know. We're trying to make this the best cigar show that you can experience. So if you have any thoughts, uh, shoot us an email, we'll read them on air or leave us comments, you know, DM us on Instagram. That's probably where we're most active. Facebook threads. Twitter, whatever the hell it's called these days. Um, and we would love to hear from you. That's all we have for this week. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on Burnline Podcast. We will see you again. <laughs>